0: Good morning, Rabbi Say most people, most people assume that the following halacha is not Negea to them. Pasha, not Negea. So if you feel at any time that this halacha that we're discussing today is not Negea to you, you're welcome to go and find a few sforim and uh, learn until the end of She'er. Because if it's not again then it's not Negea. Let's see Lamaisa, who it's not Negea to. So Lamaisa like this. The Chavetz Chaim brings down Azai. I don't want to spend a couple of days... On this sugya, I think it's an important sugya. Could be we we've spoken about it before, but we have to do khazar and azar, important sugya. Hobbit Chaim says that most people say, I don't steal. Stealing is not for me. Nobody goes into a bank and steals. Nobody has a tiver, as far as I know, that when there's an old lady walking across the street, I would like to take her handbag. As far as I know, and if anybody has such a tiver, please come to me after Sheh. We will discuss it privately. But as far as I know, nobody has these tivers I have to go into a bank and start robbing a bank. It's not a gear we don't steal. We do maybe other things. Stealing is not a gear to us. Stealing is not for us. It's for other people. Go give the share in other places. I'm sure people have ideas of where we can give it, to whom we can give it. But us, we're good. <laughs> we don't steal. We have no problems. Look, the Heilige Chavitz Chaim. it's a we'll see in a moment. Zog the Heilige Chavitz Chaim. People think stealing means outright stealing, taking something of somebody else's, but it doesn't only mean that. It can mean simply borrowing from someone, not returning it. Or borrowing without permission, or many of the other examples that we're about to give in the next few minutes. In fact, the Gemara in Baba Bassa, the Gemara tells us The Gemara says Rov Begazel, in the Gemara? Rave of people do gazel at some point in their lifetime. As I state, the if you look in the Rishonim in the Gemara, Baba Basra, Kuv Samachay, the Rishonim say, Avadur doesn't mean that a person outrightly goes and steals. But sometimes they don't harp, they don't realize, they didn't know the halachas, they didn't know that's called stealing. We'll talk about it, right? You have those people, Right, the, all I'll give you an example, by the way. This is a murder myself, I say. I received a phone call on Arab Shabbos one time, right? I've said this story before, but it's such a, it's such a sensitive, like, shyla that you realize, like, whoa, somebody called up Arab Shabbos. It was a lady who had, um, go, she was going somewhere for Shabbos. A single girl, she was going somewhere for Shabbos. And she told them she was coming for Shabbos, she went to Taq al she she missed a bus. So she missed Tabas bus. So what was the shila? What do you want from me? So the Shaila, she wanted to know, so the Shaila Halacha do I have to send the money that my hosts, what well, they paid for me, food, whatever it was, because they assumed that I was coming, do I have to pay them the money, because I didn't show up? Of course it was an onus, we understand, but like, most of us think of the Shaila, I think, what? What are you what? Calm down, calm down, it's okay. Say that! It's <laughs> Nishtazai. Because when we learn and understand the sensitivities of what means stealing, then in our minds, maybe something will change. I want to give you an example. The Chovetz Chaim brings. Chovetz Chaim talks about this. Parichas, the Chovetz Chaim says that you have to realize that a person cannot enter his final resting place after 120 years if he owes any money down in this world. And then he says, "The Chovetz Chaim," and maybe a person will think, "No, what's the big deal?" Let's go back into the world. <laughs> What's so bad? More falafel, more pictures. Come on, what could be greater than going down back into the world? What's the big deal? I want to tell you the Lashen. I'm not going to read it in Hebrew, but I'll read it to you in English. He brings the moshulamad of a doyma. What is it comparable to? It's comparable to a man who realizes that Parnassar, in the place that he lives, is just not going to happen. It's not going to be... He says, I have to go traveling. So he goes traveling for months in those days by the boat. It takes months and months by the boat. Once you go already, you're going to stay for years and years until you accumulate a certain amount of money to support your family. And then you take a few months back. Send a telegram. You're coming back. They're going to wait for you at the port. It's going to be Gavaldi. Says goodbye to his family, his kids, his wife. And he starts to embark on the journey in order to make a panasa. He makes a date that he's probably going to be back. He says, I'll send you a telegram a couple of months before that you'll know I'm entering the boat, everything's going to be great. I'm looking forward to Mitzvah to be able to finance the family, we'll be able to make hasanas we'll put the food on the table, it's going to be gavaldi. up, the guy works, he makes sack sackelt, he's ready to come back, Sent a telegram to the mishpacha, I am coming back, I'm taking the boat, we're landing on such and such a date, in such a port, at such a time, can't wait to see you. Can't imagine his kids, it's already been a few years, they've grown up already by now, so beautiful, I can't wait to see them, give them a hug, give them a kiss, ah this is Gabaldi. He's getting closer and closer. He's looking at his binoculars. He can see. He thinks those are his kids. Wow, they've grown so nicely. This is so beautiful. Can't wait to see them. Spend time with them. It's going to be great. And he gets closer and closer. Finally, the, the boat stops and he goes down the bridge that leads you off the boat to the, to the, to the, to the land. Where everyone's waiting over there. The families are waiting. And all of a sudden they tap him on the shoulder. It's one of the officers. They say, I'm very, very really sorry. We received a message from the island, from the place that you were working, and they said that you, you didn't finish off all your debts. There's a few things. You borrowed money, obviously, when you started a business. You didn't finish off all of your finances over there, and because there's no way of sending the money back, you're going to have to go back in order. to. And he's like, no, 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 let me see my family, please. There's been years I want to see. No, 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 no. You're not going anywhere. Let me at least go closer. And let me give them a hug. Let me see them. These are my kids, please. No, 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 no. You're going nowhere. And they put him back on the boat. Months and months he's back over there. That's what happens when a person leaves the world and he hasn't finished paying off the debts. It's not exciting to come back. It's not kadai to leave the world without settling any money that you may possibly owe to other people. And it's important for a person to realize how homer this is. The shelter brings down. How homo this is. The punishment for, for Gneva, for Gzela, for stealing is so homer. That Chazal tell us, we know this, we saw this in Rashi. We saw this in the Gemara. We saw this in the Parasha, Parasha Snoya. That the Gzardin of the Mabel was really the Mesa because of what? Because of Gzela, because they were stealing. Okay, they were stealing in that case, and therefore that's how chomer a person has to be. In this case, the Gemara, Baba Kamakufya test, for those of you that are doing Dafiyomi, you're going to have to wait over a 100 days to get to this blood. But our Kapon in the Gemara says that if a person steals, he's killing his victim. Right? It's a very, very chomer to Gazakh. In fact, the Nitziv writes, in and Devorim, he says that when a person steals from someone else, it's the ultimate badness. Why? He says, what are you really saying? What's going on? psychologically, in the mind of a person when he steals, right? I'm talking talking about knowingly, right? He understands what he's doing. He's stealing. He doesn't believe in Hashem. Why doesn't he believe in Hashem? Because if I understood that I have whatever I need, and the Rebbe gives me the amount of money, or opportunities, or business deals that I need, then go If I have to go along and steal it from somebody else, you have no emunah in Hashem. And that's why the Nitsid says, how careful a person has to be when it comes to stealing, because we don't realize how bad it is. There's a Mordicah Medrash, Rabbi Say. Shemois, Chav base. look it up. The Medrash says that when a person steals, it blocks his Tfilas. So there he is, doubling away, doubling, pounding the heavens. And he's wondering, why is it that my Tfilas are not getting answered? I, I doven and I doven with Kavona, with the Perish Aminahs. I went to the Siddhishek. I know what it means. I'm doubling, I'm doubling, I'm doubling. I don't get an answer. It says the measureship could be that maybe there's something still on your plate that doesn't belong to you, that belongs to someone else. A person has to be ultimately very, very careful in this inyan. person has to be careful. So I want to spend, like I told you, a couple of days of discussing some of the inyanim. What I want to do today is just one thing. I just want to give you a bit about Hagdama to understand what this means to steal. But I want to give you a couple of examples of things that maybe we didn't even realize was included in stealing. And then Mitzvah Shem will discuss tomorrow. Whenever uh, we're but Mitzvah Shem will discuss Wednesday. Beizah Shem will discuss the inyan of stealing the halacha when it comes to goyim, when it comes to all sorts of things. So one example over here is the Sma brings down Shemem Ches. The Sma says that if a person steals, even al manas to return the item that he stole, that is called stealing. In that case, in fact. If you look in the Gemara, it's quite clear that even if your kavana is to benefit the person you're stealing from, that's called stealing. So for example, let's say you know there's a Baha that has a hat and his hat is so ruined that he can't afford a new one. I'm going to buy him a new one. So I'm going to steal his hat, quote unquote, but it's okay because I'm buying him a new one. No, no, that's called stealing. Even if your kavona is to give it back. So I'm going to steal this phone. So for the next three, four hours, he won't be able to use it. That's called stealing. Even if the kavona is, of course, to give him back in that case. And by the way, that's even if you're there to teach him a lesson with the exceptions of... You have an exception of a rebbe or a parent that's trying to be machanach, a child. Then Avada, of course, they can do that. But you're talking about uh, uh, roommates, chaveyrim, chavrusas, <laughs> friends... That's the halacha. This is the why people don't know this. Enach People are everyone stealing all the time because they don't know these halachas. Beautiful. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem, you guys came today. I'm very happy. So, that is called cool stealing. It's off of the Gemara. It's Paskin and That if a person steals, even almanas to return, it's called cool stealing 100%. In fact, Shulchanor, Shimem Ches, says clearly she base that if a person steals from a child, that is also considered to be stealing. Right? Even if he's a little kid, it's under Mitzvah. It's under Chinach. Who cares? No. That is considered to be stealing in that case, even stealing from family members. People think, okay, it's ein we're all family, no such thing. Stealing from family members is the same thing. Also, even for a joke, would be the same thing. Be'ez HaShem Rabbi Say. a lot more to cover, a lot more to do. Be'ez HaShem, next year we will be discussing. Halach HaLam Aisa, Stealing. Join us then, have a great day.